Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weekly Wilson. You can email the show at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. Uh, it's too hard having two podcasts now. I don't know. I don't know what to say in either podcast Dude. anymore. <laughs> and I'm your host, Brian. I'm, Wilson. I'm your host. You, you, yes. And I'm your host, Jay Wilson. We're disheveled. It's okay. I was going to say my thoughts while you were doing the Weekly Wilson intro was like a sigh of relief. Not because I dislike the other podcast. I'm jacked about the other podcast. Novels and Nonsense. Novels.nonsense on Instagram if you want to check it out. Um, but and you should. It was a sigh of relief because I was I was like, oh, like back into our old podcast where it's like, <laughs> it I, it sounds bad to say, but it's like, oh, nothing matters. Like, this is goofy. Like, yeah, this is just us being We're still us. figuring out the other podcast. It's, yeah, it's not that like we're going, to, it's not like that we're like sitting here pretending to be somebody else on the other podcast. It's just that we're trying a lot harder. So I think we're a little more worried about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and know? it's, yeah, the intro, so like outro aren't as, like, re- ingrained, yeah. like, reflexive, so. But here we are. Like, we're good at this one already. Yeah. It's just two Wilsons twice a week talking yeah. about whatever's going on. Once a week. Once a week yeah. now. Yeah, oh, crap. Well, now we're, we're changing everything. My life is a whirlwind. Dude, we're just throwing a wrench into a well-oiled machine. Um, but you know what you get when you do that, Brian? Um, a well-oiled wrench. Um, anyways, Brian, I had some, uh, <laughs> small things that I wanted to tell you about that I noticed in my week. Blame um, on me. Yeah, well, I guess, dude, I, like, have, like, one, two, three, four, five, six things that are not in, like, chronological order, and they're not of equal significance or length, so I'm just gonna start with the first one that I found exciting. Um, series Here. suggestions. Okay, can we take turns and I'll try to do something on my list that's of equal gravity of whatever you do? Okay, so Siri suggestions is number one. Yeah, let's see how... Yeah. Are you aware of what these are? No, but I did notice that when Sydney used Siri the other day, she goes, Hey Siri, and then Siri went, uh-huh. And I was like, wow, that's like a real person, kinda. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. That makes me feel weird. Um, okay. <laughs> I noticed that as well, but... Um, no, so what I'm talking about is, so, basically any, like, smart feature on an iPhone, I feel like they just attribute to Siri, which, I don't know if that's the reality of, like, the programming, but anyhow, what, uh, is, I'm appreciating about this, and I noticed this when I was, uh, still living in Midland, is that the iPhone will now suggest small little things that you can do on, like, your lock screen, it, based on, like, or, like, also there's, like, little widgets that will, like, change what they are, like, it'll be, like, the weather, or notes, or, like, Basically, it's smart changes to, based on what it thinks you want to see. Um, and it'll change to one of those suggestions from Siri. So, Brian, these suggestions have manifested in a few ways that I'm really excited about. The first one was, I was going to the gym at roughly the same time every day, right? Mm-hmm. And I pull up a spreadsheet that is my exercise like schedule and routine when I would go to the yeah. gym. So then I noticed I like was doing my stuff and I was like, okay, I'm done with my warm up. time to see what lift I have up first. And I pull up my phone, I unlock it. And on the home screen, one of those widgets is just, Hey, do you want to open this spreadsheet based on the time and location that you're at? No. And I'm just like, I do want to open that spreadsheet. Thank you. iPhone. Like that was, I love technology. Um, (laughs) Brian, it gets even better. This I noticed this because so in the morning time, I'll either make tea or coffee and take it into work. 
Um, but when I make coffee, I will steep it for four minutes and I time it on my phone. So now when I wake up, I'm doing my morning routine. I went to make my coffee and on my lock screen, it says, Hey, do you want to set a timer for four minutes? And I was like, yeah, I do. (laughs) Oh my. Technology is getting better and I'm excited about it. Yeah, see, and everyone else will be like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't want my iPhone knowing what I'm doing. It's like, why not? It's making your life so much better. <laughs> if you if it doesn't do these things, it still knows what you're doing. Yeah. And so what? Like, Apple knows you need a timer for four minutes every morning at 8 a.m.? Like, what are they going to do with that information? They got me. They might, they might, if they're really smart, they might decode that I make coffee in the morning. And then they'll, they'll, they'll sell you coffee. They'll know that I drink coffee. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. They'll be like, Hey Jay, it's been, you stopped setting four minute timers. Do you need more coffee? We could mail it to you. Yeah. Or like, like, it's been about a month. Thank you. Do you need, yeah, we're, we're getting there. (laughs) We're getting to the point that we'll, we won't have to do anything. I want my phone to stay out of my way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm not a big tech guy. I just want it to help me and stay out of my way. And like this is it helping me more, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, we've we've gone the full gambit where it's like you, phones were great, but they were kind of inconvenient. So you're like, okay, I don't want it to get in the way. I want it to mm-hmm. be like flawless. And now we're coming around the other bend where it's like, okay, it is. It's stepping into my way to enhance my life. Mm-hmm. So now, yeah, crazy. This was the equivalent of like somebody in a movie on a date like laying their jacket down in a puddle so that I can walk across it. Yeah. I was just like, me oh my. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's my first thing. Do you have something of equal time to be alive. or lesser importance? Um, uh, I'll try to pick one close. So uh, the past week, Jay, <laughs> I have been the freaking toilet yeah. king. I fixed so many toilets. <laughs> oh. So I thought you were just ruling the toilet. Like, this is my house. No, uh, not not that. Shitting all day. <laughs> but no. So it started with um, when we were turning over our rental, which I haven't talked about on the podcast yet. But we had to turn over our rental. We went in horrendous. Not actually, not completely horrendous. On a scale of how bad rentals could be, where ten is like you basically have to knock the house down. It was probably mm-hmm. below five. I'd say it was mostly clean. Dishwasher was disgusting and looked like it hadn't been running forever garbage disposal wasn't working toilet was like growing algae and like looked like a swamp and was clogged Mm. um and then lots of pee smell but you know what are you gonna do yeah Mm -hmm. what do you got yeah well i was just gonna say that i think us as wilson's tend to gravitate towards minimizing our displeasure or strife like Mm -hmm. that's kind of i feel like how we deal with things so I don't want you to minimize the, how shitty this was based on the fact that like you didn't have to tear the house down to the studs because that's horrendous <laughs> and hor- like terrible. It's like you had, you had it was a really shitty time. Like that was it was gross. Yeah. If you listen to the uh, the first episode of Novels and Nonsense, um, Jay starts the episode with a rose and a thorn, and Sydney and I both like don't have a rose because we had a terrible like, day where we were just literally <laughs> cleaning and. What were we doing all day? I don't even know. But we had to do so much. Because we hired professional cleaners to come through. But we still did so much other stuff, too. It was yeah. rough. Anywho. Well, yeah. Yeah, and then, dude, like, 
I live, we both lived in several gross college houses. And I think at no point have either of us left an apartment in as bad a shape as they left yours. No. Yeah. I was like, our apartment, like our dishwasher might have been that bad at some point, but we didn't leave it that way. Like you don't leave yeah. things that way when you move out of a place. But uh, I think, I think this guy had some things to learn about life. Um, but yeah. we'll see. I digress. So the Bro, toilet, yeah. um, the toilet was clogged. I unclogged it. Also wouldn't flush. So the toilet king. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. so the flapper, I don't know. Are you familiar when I say the flapper? What'd you call me? <laughs> I am familiar. Yeah. So long story it's, short, figured for the listeners, it's the thing that seals the hole that goes from the tank to the bowl. Yeah. Flaps up and down. So the flapper wasn't flapping. Um, well, it was flapping, but it wasn't sealing mm. all the it's way. The job. So when the toilet was on, it's like water well, it's would not run. A sealer, Brian. It's a flapper. So. <laughs> water would run into the reservoir and then straight into the bowl and then drain out, which mm-hmm. I kind of want to dig into this a little yeah. bit. Um, rewind. Which you would think would prevent algae growth is flowing water, but... Well, the water wasn't flowing, Jay, because the water to the house was shut off at an undetermined time before we got there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we got there and... As you do when you're moving out of a house that you don't own. We use a couple things and we realize the water's off. And we're like, well, that's interesting. And then we notice the water... There's some gallon jugs by all the sinks. And I'm like, how long has the water been off? Um, so, I... <laughs> Asked the tenant, I'm like, hey, did you shut the water off before you left? He's like, no, it was running when I, uh, it was running when I left. And I was like, odd, doubt it. But then, how do you think I filled up all those gallon jugs? <laughs> yeah. So then I called the water company. They're able to turn it back on. No big deal. No, no bills were late. So I was like, okay, you paid the bills. But hmm. then I was like, when did you shut it off? And they were like, a week ago. So I'm like, he lived there for a week with no water. So, that was odd. And he lied to you about it. Yeah, that was... Yeah. A lot of a lot of question marks. Um, but anyways, they dispatched a man. A man came and turned the water back on. So we're like, okay, cool, water's back on. And me and, Sinir, me and Sinir eating breakfast. And then I go to the toilet, as I know that's going to be one of my first projects for the day. Um, bathroom is flooding. And I'm like... What's going on? Because when he turned it on, water was going into the reservoir, straight into the bowl. Toilet was clogged, overflowing the bowl. Now there's mm. algae water everywhere. <laughs> and we don't have any towels or that. anything because the house is empty. So that was a catastrophe to deal with. Um, yeah. So then I unclogged it, figured out flapper wasn't flapping. So we got a new flapper. I flapped it. Toilet's good to go. <laughs> Got a new flapper. I flapped it. So flapped it good. So that's the first toilet I fixed. Then later in the week, we went to Panacea for lunch, and um. Oh hell yeah, dude! I was just talking about that to somebody. Dude, they got a new chef. Um, and they kind of redid their menu. Uh, the wings, the cauliflower um, wings. They got rid of the raspberry. So we were like, tough hit. I, I already told you platypus and gnome closed too, right? Dude, Wilmington sucks now. But the new chef at Panacea but. is incredible. And the cauliflower wings now have five sauce options. And they are better than they oh, were before. dude. You freaking dirty dog. <laughs> I was <laughs> <No>. so sad. 
No, dude, they have... Oh, they, man, that was one of the best meals of my life, man. Mm-hmm. That was so good. They have, like, a teriyaki sauce. They have... They still have the buffalo. They have orange sauce. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, orange chicken cauliflower wings, kind of. It's great. Wow. Still good. And then they have really cool specials, too. Um, Jeez. But anyways, while we were there, Sydney decided she wanted to get a shirt. So we were trying on Panacea shirts in the bathroom. And while we're in the bathroom, I'm like... Oh. Toilets are running. So I open up the tank and I'm like, yeah, tank's not filling up. <laughs> and I think they needed a new flapper. Their flapper wasn't flapping. <laughs> so you pulled your extra flapper out of your pocket and <laughs> yeah. flapped it. Pulled out my back flap. <laughs> flapped it right. Um, <laughs> no, I just, uh, I, I turned off the water and then I let the staff know. Because I was like, hey, didn't want your water bill running up, but you should know your flapper is not flapping. And then I walked out, and they looked very confused. Um, nice. Yeah. But yeah, so I addressed that one. And then, when we were at um, Hannah's... Yeah, I can say this publicly. We were at Hannah's baby shower. Um, it was hosted at one of our mm. friend's house. And I go into our friend's house, and I go to flush the toilet. doesn't flush. I was like, I know what's going on here. So I, I open up the tank, and I look in, and the, the chain from the flapper has come disconnected from the handle lever. So I just... Oh, I've, I, lo- I love that fix. That yeah, a good sla- one. slapped it back together, toilet flushed like a dream. So I was like, man, I am on fire with toilets fl- this week. <laughs> you did a little uh, uh, flap slap on the on the flip flapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All it took was a flap, uh, stick the flap chain back on the All it took was a slap to the flapper. And... <laughs> um, all it took was a back slap to the fl- flip flap, and we were flapping right on home. <laughs> Wait. Wait, no. Wait, wait, wait. There's something we can do here. Um, Okay, okay. I almost have it. I almost have it. I almost have it. Um, The wheels are turning. I popped a tic-tac, did a flap slap, and then then clip-clap. It was... Uh, Pat... Oh, no. I lost it. It, Paddywhack, the flapper was flapping. You need you need to clap at some point. You need to eat a tic tac, and you need to slap the flapper. And yeah. if you have a perfect sentence, it's gonna be really good. Email in when you, if you can figure out the the right the correct sentence yeah. to say that Brian and I don't want to figure out right now. Um, okay, yeah, no, definitely Toilet King material. That's you had some some high level fixes, some some maintenance, and then a classic. Just throw the chain back on when you do a fix that is obvious and easy. There's a certain, like, you know, good feeling you get. Oh, yeah. There were so many things in the apartment when we were turning it over that Sydney was like, oh, this is broken. Oh, this doesn't work. Oh, what are we going to do? And there were so many things that I was like, like, quick Google, fiddle with it, fixed. I was like, all right, boom, next one. Quick Google, fiddle with it, fixed. I was like, bam, I was knocking them down. Dude, that, and honestly, that is about 50% to 80% of my job. Yeah. that kind of shit oh i forgot about one of the best it's ones like, jay um this isn't working fix it yeah <laughs> one of the best ones so the uh garbage disposal wasn't working and i look in the garbage disposal oh boy and the flapper is broken <laughs> no um <laughs> i was gonna say you pulled a fl- mangled flapper out of it yeah and, uh... no, there was like a lot of trash though just like trash and then a lot of gross food that had been sitting there for probably months and like a thumbtack mm-hmm. 
a lot of chicken bones. I was like, do people oh. not understand? Like, come on. Um, but in the disposal. Yes, in the disposal. Like trash, trash. Yes, like uh, like wrappers. Right, this this really it, it chips away at your faith in humanity. Yeah, like candy wrappers and um Eminem crawled out of the garbage disposal and he said it is messed up in there, man. Dude, that's bad. So <laughs> come on. So first issue was garbage disposal is not running at all, period. I was like, well that's not good. Look under the sink, not plugged in. Plugged it in, flipped the switch, um, Still not working. I was like, oh boy, that's not good. Take a look at the garbage disposal a little bit more. There's a there's a breaker thing that trips, I guess, when the motor mm-hmm. is pulling. I don't know, whatever. But reset that, flip it on, starts humming. So I'm like, got okay. got m to flip it for you. And then... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, starts humming. I'm like, okay, that's good. It's making noise. So there's power. And then it was one of the quick Google garbage disposal humming won't go. They said, oh, the plate that spins is bound up. There's probably hair in there. I was like, Mm. yeah, would not be surprised. Um, Or like fibrous material. So I, (laughs) this is the best part. There's two ways. So you can either manually turn the plate. Some garbage disposals have like an Allen key on the bottom. You stick an Allen wrench in there and you manually manually turn the plate, break up the fibrous material and you're good. You man you you manually turn the plate. You just You manually ugh. turn the plate. <laughs> um the other option Oh, that's really in there. <laughs> so then I look, there's no Allen key on mine. They're like not all garbage disposals have the Allen key. If there's no Allen key, here's what they suggest you do. Take a broom handle, shove it in the top of the garbage disposal. And turn the plate with the broom handle. Heck yeah. So I was like, you're telling me from New Girl. You like put the broom handle in and you're like, like this to like turn the plate. I was like, you're telling me that episode of New Girl where they shoved the, the broom handle in? That's amazing. It was actually kind of legit. So that made me really that's happy. That's so good. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's one of my favorite things I've heard in a while. I'm gonna, that's a fact I'm taking forward, yeah. maybe. I'm glad I could um, deliver to you. Oh man, that's so cool. All right. So on that note, I'm going to yeah. turn the turn it back over to you. I'm going to flip the flapper back over to you. Flip flap the flim flam back to me. Um flip flap patty whack, pop hmm, myself a yeah, tic tac. <laughs> give a J the spotlight. Um anyways, so the other thing I have on my list is swing dancing. Ooh, yes. I've heard a little about this. Yeah, we never talked about this. Or did we talked about the fact that I went swing dancing separately, but we I don't think we discussed any of the logistics really. Mm-hmm. Um but it's something that I saw multiple different times and thought I should do that. I would like that. Um I've done this with multiple different types of dancing like oh like what was it? Like salsa dancing would be fun or like samba dancing would be like I'm just like but then I saw swing dancing and I was like I guess above average motivated to try it. And I thought, I feel like I would really like that. And lo and behold, I did. It was great. <laughs> um, I love when that happens. So I went, yeah, no. So I went to this like swing dancing club with a new friend of mine. And um, it was through U of M. So I did have to pretend to be a U of M student to go in. Mm. Did I tell you about that? 
No, I didn't hear about this part. Behind enemy lines, like, huh? I was joking. She was like joking around about how we had to get my story straight, but then I quickly realized, oh, I do need to get my story straight. Like I need to be ready to lie, and I don't do this often. Yeah. Um, but we've learned from past experiences so like, that lying is just like so fun. If it's like a, well, I feel like when we lie, there's like no consequences to the lie. You know, you're not hurting anyone. Like when it's a fun lie, like it's more of a joke. It's like, or when I pretended <laughs> to have a Mennonite roommate to get the telemarketer, or not the telemarketer, the door to door salesman to leave. Yeah. Um, which that might be a huge teaser if I haven't told that story on this podcast before. Yeah. Um, most most people don't know. If you want to know about that story, <laughs> write in and ask. I think you've told it. Most people don't know the second right. half of George Washington's quote is. I have I I cannot tell a lie, but boy, can I tell some jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyhow, no. So that was it. Was fine. It was a very easy grift to pull because they basically just said name, major, and something else. I think favorite Thanksgiving food, and then I just you know I was able to come up with a college major because I've been to college. So I was gonna say, um, what'd you go? With? I did though. I lied about being a master's student. I said oh, I just okay. started a master's in mechanical engineering. Um, you tried. <laughs> anyhow. Yeah, I, I tried. I applied and they didn't let me in. I think the cost of my application to U of M is worth at least a few swing dancing classes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anyhow, we do the class. And basically for the first hour, it was just like 10 or so people in a room. And we were just like learning moves. And... Mm-hmm. Getting the basics, like, there's one, like, step. There's, like, a step and turn, like, that you do where it's just, like, okay, this is the basis of, like, how how we're moving around. And then you, like, basically in the context of this step, you will then, like, do signals to initiate moves, right? Okay. And I don't know if you've ever danced. You took dance classes for your wedding, right? Where it's, like, one person leads and another person follows, right? No. No, we we choreographed a dance and we just learned that dance. Oh, okay. Yeah, so in this dance, at least, when somebody's leading and following, I had never been in that context before, so that was very interesting. And because um, it really is, it's like you're moving, and then at the, it's like, a, it's like when you're playing music. It's like at the right moment in the moving, you need to do the right signal to let your partner know what move you're going to do, and then you do it, and then the dance continues and you just can throw in moves whenever you want or, but they have to be in timing to where you can do them, but you can throw mm-hmm. in whatever moves in whatever order. And it's just whatever moves both of you guys know. And one of you, it, one of you is picking the moves basically is how it goes. Well, I like that. That's fun. That sounds doable. So, it's like playing basketball yeah. and the point guard's no. like, all right, run number two. And then you run number two. Yeah. No. So then, yeah, it's like, so then basically for the first hour, they were just teaching us sequential moves. We probably learned like five or six moves. And then they're kind of showing like, okay, here's... And some of them have some stuff in common. Other things are like... It's like, oh, you do this move and then you end up... Your right hand is holding their right hand. And that's like cross grip. So then you need to do this thing to get them into like where your left is holding their right. And then like... And then you continue going. And then like this move is really good at flowing into this move. But then you could also do this and like... So then, like, by the end of that hour, they're just like, all right, we're just going to play some music and now just, like, practice your moves. And then, like, then you're dancing. And, like, that's what people do. Like, people just know moves, go to a thing where swing dancing is happening, and then just, like, 
dance with people and like do moves. And then like you realize you're like, you are like freeform dancing, but then there's like known moves and you're just like having a blast out there. And it was just, I loved it. It was very fun. That's really cool. Yeah. Is all like dancing that way? Like fun, is, I'd say. Oh, sorry. Like is salsa dancing that way where it's like you just learn salsa moves? I don't know. I don't know. I imagine so. I've seen things where like good dancers will like be well versed in a few different types of dance, and there there will be videos where it's like, this is what happens when a swing when a experienced swing dancer and a, name another type of dancer uh, improvise together, and it's like so. I think there's obviously like huge echelons to how good you can be at this kind of dance, but mm-hmm. um, no, it was just really cool to learn some moves. Um, my dance partner was uh, five foot three, so that was a little bit interesting. Um, yeah. at one point there was a move where it's like, uh, at one, there was like a lift where like, basically I would like kind of like grab her hips and just like, she would jump and I would like lift her up and then set her back down. Mm-hmm. And then the first lift, she was like, Whoa. And I was like, Oh, what? And she was just like, uh, just not often that high up. Uh, just maybe a little lower. And I was just like, yep. All right. <laughs> good. Like we'll do. <laughs> but, uh, no, so that was, that was pretty funny. But, um, but yeah, and then like we did a dip. There were there were all sorts of fun things. But I I had a great time, and I plan on swing dancing again. Nice. That sounds so fun. Maybe I'll have to start learning the ropes. Yeah, dude, you should go with Sydney. It's a great date. Mm-hmm. Great date. Because I imagine you can just take but that anyhow. kind of class or something anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all over the place. I say that after going to one in one place and not <laughs> researching any others. So it's based on nothing. But it turns out this um, is the only place in I the world you can learn to swing dance. Is what I should have said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but anyhow, so no, it was it was very fun. Uh, do you have any other points you want to bring up? Yeah, I'm realizing that the rest of mine are pretty um, low. The only other big one I have is that Sydney and I have my brief first ones left. anniversary was last week. It was 10 days ago now. Oh, boy. Yeah. So that was fun. Nice. One year in the books. We, Congratulations, uh, man. Yeah. We did a pro- progressive dinner date. So we went one place for drinks, went another place for appetizer, went another place for entree. So that was fun. That's fun. She got me a Kindle. I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cheating. So yeah, we did. We're going with the themes for the anniversaries. So first year anniversary is um, paper themed. So I made her a book bouquet, which if you're in on Bookstagram, you've seen book bouquets. Um, Pretty difficult to put together. So oh yeah, it was nice that we were in one spot for that. But then she got me the Kindle, and I was like, "This isn't paper." And she's like, "It's a paper white." And I was like, "I feel like that's kind of cheating." To which Sydney said, well, that's what anniversaries are all about. And I was like, cheating? (laughs) (laughs) So so that was a funny moment. But no, I am very pleased with my gift. Especially since we just started a podcast where we read books. So There you go. So I'm sorry. I was a terrible podcast host for like 30 seconds. I was fielding a very timely text. Um, anyhow. Yeah, do you need to get out of here soon? I can try to pretend like I... 
I do need to get out of here soon, but I have one more thing that I do want to say on the podcast because it is very uh, flattering to myself, and I want to, okay. I want the world to know. Um, well, I went to Cincinnati, and nah, that's honestly even that's too much. Um, <laughs> but I, I, while in Cincinnati on my way out, I, uh, I was at a swing set, and I was like, you know what? I've been doing a lot of uh, pull-ups lately. I wonder if on this jungle gym, I'm going to try a muscle-up. And I was like, here, friend. Film me try to do a muscle up, because I was I was there with a friend, and um, yeah, I did one. I just did it. Just whipped it out. I just tried it. It didn't look good. It wasn't yeah. great, but I did it. You I've like swing get the elbow up, and then, and then like yeah, it's like well, I just I didn't really I didn't kip very much. I just I did just really pull up as fast as I could. Yeah, and I got one elbow up, and then I was able to go. That's pretty impressive. That is a so, lot harder yeah. than it looks. The next goal, yeah. Next goal is to go both elbows at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to allow yourself so. to kip at all to do that? I did try. I tried doing it at the gym uh, a couple times recently, actually. But um, I can get it where it looks gross. But I, I kipping doesn't really help. I'm not good. I'm not coordinated enough for that. And then like I'm also just like not strong enough yet to really do it a lot better okay. than that first try. Um, but I did do one try and then immediately another try to get better lighting. You know, for the for the vid. Okay. But um, yeah. So, but I did start doing weighted pull-ups again. So that's my pull-up journey. Um, okay. I'm, I'm yeah, too I good at regular pull-ups again to where now I'm adding weight. That's exciting. I want you to be one of those guys who's like just busting out muscle ups. Like you're all the way up, you go all the way back down, you go all the way up, just yeah. rip them. I really that would be really cool. I do like doing pull ups, and yeah. they are good for you. So you need I to get a salmon it. ladder. But you think you Brian, could install a any... salmon ladder in your apartment, <laughs> dude? I mean, yeah, but dude, I'm already worried about my. I'm buying so many candles because I kind of detect a little bit of funk already. I can't be getting a salmon ladder. Yeah. Well, maybe later. It would start it would rot immediately. <laughs> um, anyhow. Um, well, you did one more thing, so now I get one more but Brian, thing. Did you know okay, that yeah. I noticed that the Domino's tracker and the Domino's app that tells you like if your order's almost ready or if it's in the oven and stuff, um, it's patented mm-hmm. and trademarked. Domino's tracker, uh, patent number, yada, yada, and has the little trademark symbol. And I was like, man, they're really laying claim to this thing. I just thought that was funny. Jeez, that's wild. Yeah, but I didn't know you could patent you know. a, a progress bar, but they did it. I'm gonna be honest. I was again corresponding because we are running right up against my heart out. What is it? They patented a progress bar. It's the Domino's uh, Domino's tracker. So you order, and it says like your order has been received, and then it's like. So like Johnny just started preparing your pizza, and then it says your pizza is in the oven. Oh, and nobody can do that. I don't know. It it's patented by Domino's. I don't know if their specific tracker is. And it's a good. It's a good idea. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm thinking what's probably patented is like the back end system that goes into it. Maybe okay. who knows? But I yeah. just thought it was funny. Okay. Like they have the patent oh, number um, in the app for... under the tracker. Yeah. <laughs> they're. I think they're very proud of it. Okay. Yeah, Jay's well, like, Brian, Jay's like shut up, Brian. I'm trying you. to leave. Good to get back on the weekly Wilson horse. I'm ending this podcast by force if I have to. Uh, email horse force at novels.nonsense at gmail.com. I did that on purpose because we need more people emailing into that podcast. No, um, 
The email for our podcast is weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. <laughs> Instagram at weeklywilsonpod. Thank you for listening. Thank you for interacting and appreciating our voices in the ether. But until the end of next week, unless otherwise noted, my name's Jay Wilson, his name's Brian Wilson, and this has been The Weekly Wilson. Ski bop bop and bop bop. Whoop! <laughs>My headphones are making weird noises, man. It's I need to get out of here. Something's going to blow up. They're supposed but to make noises. I'll talk to you later. I love you, buddy. <laughs> love you, too. <laughs> get, get out of here.